Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. It's time now to take a look at headlines out of China. Yes, we'll be focusing on headlines China has made at the recent Shangri-La Dialogue here in Singapore. And we're going to get some analysis of these headlines. On the line with me is Dr. O.A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Good afternoon. Nice to talk to all of you again. And we are focusing on the Shangri-La Dialogue, of course. Uh, I understand you were there. What were some of the things that stood out for you? Well, yes, I was there. And uh, of course, uh, every year during the Shangri-La Dialogue, the highlights would be uh, the U.S. Secretary of Defense as well as his Chinese counterpart, namely the China Defense Minister, each giving their keynote speeches. This year, because the tension between the two uh, major powers, the tensions were a little bit high, so we were expecting, uh, shall we say, rather heated exchange. By the end of the day, I think both of them, when they gave the keynote speeches, it was milder than I thought. The U.S. side did not directly blame China, and the China side did not even, I think, directly mention the United States. So let's see whether this will continue. Yeah, yeah it feels a little bit like both sides are walking on eggshells, uh, but great that at least they were able to give those uh, keynote speeches. Um, let's talk a little bit about the China Defense Minister Li Xiang. Uh, he said that war with the United States would be an unbearable disaster. Science that China is trying their best as possible to not let this conflict get out of hand. Is that the sensing we're getting here? Yeah, I think both sides are trying to uh, work hard to avoid really open and, shall we say, armed uh, conflict. During the Shangri-La dialogue itself, there were some U.S. uh, military vessels passing by the Taiwan Strait. And the Chinese side apparently would have some military vessels trying to intercept it as well. So even during the dialogue itself, on open seas, they were, in a sense, confronting each other. So, yeah, the... I mean, the actual atmosphere is quite heated, but on the dialogue itself, it's it's, uh, more muted than before, actually. Mm, mm, Yeah, the uh, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin saying he spoke briefly with the Chinese Defense Minister. Um, Let's expand on this a little bit, Dr. Oh, and talk about the lack of talks on uh, U.S.-China. Do you think that there was a lack of discussions or, or dialogue? I mean... Is enough being done to push the narrative forward? I I know President Joe Biden has hinted that at some point he's going to speak with uh, the Chinese President Xi Jinping. What are your thoughts on this? Well, they have spoken to each other uh, personally during the Bali yeah. uh, the, the Bali meeting uh, late last year. Okay. But of course, of particular concern is the fact that uh, Secretary Austin and uh, Defense Minister Lee have not spoken to each other. I think the U.S. side is anxious to reopen such a channel of communication. The Chinese side, however, I think they are displeased that uh, there were sanctions, uh, personal sanctions yeah. against Lee imposed by the United States. And the removal of such sanctions, I think, will be a precondition for the Chinese to come to the table. I mean, is it, how should I say, are this, is this the biggest obstacle, these sanctions, especially uh, against uh, Mr. Lee? And in order, to remo- in order for talks to go ahead, first, at least those sanctions must be removed. It's like asking uh, the United States to be the bigger person. Is it fair to look at it that way? Well, yeah, I think the Chinese side, they would really like to see, see the, the sanctions being removed. 
But from the U.S. side, of course, if the Biden administration were to do so, it would encounter a lot of resistance from the U.S. Congress mm. because nowadays I think there's almost like a bipartisan consensus in the U.S. Congress, which is uh, taking a hard line against China. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about our Singapore Defense Minister Ng Hen calling for the two world powers, the United States and China, of course, to keep communication channels, both formal and informal, open. I mean, coming from Singapore, I suppose this is no surprise, right? We tend to be a country that's quite neutral, that wants everyone to get along, and we're willing to even offer our venue for talks in that sense. Oh, yeah, of course. Singapore, it's a Switzerland of uh, Asia, right? We, uh, it always provides uh, the so-called good office venue included for such talks to, uh, to, to take place. And of course, it's of uh, national interest uh, to Singapore as well, because Singapore depends to a large extent on trade. And uh, in order to have vibrant trade, mm. you would need all these uh, sea routes and so on to remain open, right? Mm-hmm. So, so no, I mean, conflict is uh, no good for Singapore and for the region, uh, you know, for the wider region. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Oh, I mean, since you were there, don't mind if I get a bit sensitive with this uh, next question. Mm-hmm. With, with that statement uh, that our defence minister made, is, is it... <laughs> Am I assuming that Singapore is speaking on behalf of Southeast Asia or ASEAN? Um, And what I mean by that is, is there a possibility that certain countries in Southeast Asia might take sides and, and how bad an effect would that be? Well, I think Singapore is definitely speaking on behalf of at least uh, the, shall we say, the more major okay. nations of uh, ASEAN when it when it tried to say, you know, like we, we don't want to see conflicts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. As for taking side, no, I, I don't think any single country, I mean ASEAN country, would like to take side as well because, well, taking side uh, would imply that uh, you are the enemy of the other side. Yeah. And if they do come into conflict, then you get involved as well, right? Yeah. So, yeah, on that score, I think Singapore is uh, raising the concerns on behalf of uh, ASEAN. Right, right. I mean, we are talking about two Mm -hmm. really, really huge superpowers, uh, not wise to take any sides. And and best that everyone get along. It'll be better for the economy as well. I've been speaking with Dr. Oh Sun, Senior Fellow at Singapore Institute of International Affairs. As always, Dr. Oh, I do appreciate your time. Take care and have a great day ahead. Well, thank you very much and looking forward to talk to all of you again. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.